0: Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by jenjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Friday, May 19th. Happy birthday to my little brother, Jared. Jaguars, OTAs, they kick off next week. Right now, we are previewing what I'm looking for at OTAs. I'll be out there as much as I possibly can. So, let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? You always want to stay healthy, right? That is the biggest thing with these off-season activities, um, it's not going to be padded. It's not going to be any, you know, full contact, anything like that, but you still want to stay healthy, right? You've seen guys go down at these type of events in the past, both for the Jaguars and around the league. So you want to avoid the I word. That is the most important thing. Bottom line. If we didn't start with that, we'd be crazy. If we didn't next go to Trevor Lawrence and his connection with Calvin Ridley, we'd be dead wrong. That is going to be critical, not just at OTAs, but throughout this summer. When you're talking about OTAs, mandatory minicamp, training camp, seeing Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley and their chemistry, cohesion, connection, all that stuff is going to be critical. And there's no reason to not believe that that is going to, you know, just get off to flying colors, right? They've already been working together uh, away from the team. As well as you know Trevor Lawrence working with several other guys getting together and having throwing sessions. Uh, Calvin Ridley does not appear to have any rust when it comes to his physical or athletic ability. The guy was staying in shape. the guy he's hit over 22 miles an hour according to reports and workouts. So the guy looks like he's completely ready to go and you just want to see Trevor Lawrence establish that connection with his number one receiver and make no mistake about it. Calvin Ridley is that. That's why the Jaguars traded for him. He is their number one wide receiver. Christian Kirk did a tremendous job locking down the slot and being the go-to receiver last year. But Calvin Ridley brings another level of cachet, another level of talent, the ability to win on all levels of the field and no matter where you line him up, right? Calvin Ridley is that dude and Christian Kirk is going to be right there as well. Uh, But we know Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence have a very good repertoire. We want to see Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley get it cooking here at OTAs and throughout the rest of the summer. I'm also excited to see how the rookies look physically and athletically compared to the vets like Brenton Strange, Anton Harrison, Tank Bigsby, Antonio Johnson, Yusir Abdullah, even Eric Hallett, Christian Braswell. These guys, they stood out compared to the other rookies that they were on the field with in rookie minicamp. But what do they look like when the the talented vets hit the field with them? We'll see. I think last year you kind of saw a lot of the rookies fade to the back outside of Devin Lloyd and Trayvon Walker, obviously Luke Fortner. This year I want to see what these guys look like. I, I think that they should impress more overall from a physical standpoint than a lot of the rookies did last year. And again, Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd excluded because they did look the part as soon as they stepped on the practice field with the vets. And that's kind of an indication like Trayvon and Devin, they both immediately looked the part, but then you still saw some struggles during their rookie year to be expected, right? Devin was dealing with the injury, Trayvon was you know, transitioning positions, but uh, that goes to show you not everything you see at OTAs is going to carry over, right? This is still an unpadded practice. It's not full go. It's not contact. So you can't draw too many uh, sweeping conclusions from these types of events, but You want to see if they look the part. I also want to see if the guys we were just talking about, Devin Lloyd and Trayvon Walker, where are they working on defense? Are they moving around the formation? Of course, I'm not allowed to be specific about where they are aligned during these practices, but I will do my best to convey that information uh, in, in another way. So be paying attention to what I'm saying about Devin Lloyd and Trayvon Walker if you're curious about where they're playing. Um. There's some interesting guys you'll see for the first time, for sure. Sammy's Reyes, the freak show tight end, according to relative athletic score by Kentley Platt, the most athletic tight end of all time, size adjusted athletic tight end of all time, the most athletic. Fascinating to see what he looks like. Willie Taylor, who is a pass rushing rookie, he's already played a full XFL season, racked up five sacks, a couple forced fumbles, interception. He played very well coming out of Eastern Kentucky. I'm excited to see him. The Jaguars just signed him. He's certainly got some skill. He's a rookie that has already played a full professional season, so that's really interesting to see how he fares. Uh, Willie Taylor, who played for the Arlington Renegades in the XFL. I want to see Christian Braswell and Eric Hallett specifically, and Antonio Johnson for that matter. Braswell and Hallett more at nickel, Johnson more playing safety. Do they make any plays on the ball? And how do they look compared to the rookies in the secondary last year? When you talk about Buster Brown and Gregory Jr., I don't think either of those guys really stood out after rookie minicamp for the most part. Can Hallett and Braswell and Johnson make a little bit more of an impression as we move through the summer? I'll be watching for that for sure. Can Kevin Austin continue to perform well? Uh, he was at rookie minicamp last week or whenever that was, a couple weeks ago. He didn't drop anything. His hands looked clean. This is a guy that's always had the athleticism to get the job done at the NFL level. The hands were a work in progress getting to Jacksonville last year out of Notre Dame. They looked a lot better uh, over the two days of rookie minicamp. Can that continue? If it can, he'll have a shot to, you know, maybe compete for the back end of the roster. He's going to have to do a lot more than that. Obviously, if you're a back end of the roster wide receiver, you got to play special teams. You got to be able to do the dirty work, and we know Tim Jones can do that really well. We know the Jaguars like Tim Jones. I'm not saying there's a great chance Kevin Austin makes this roster, but he's got great athleticism and he's got some rare movement abilities. If you get the hands combined with that. Maybe you can have something you can work with there. We'll see. What's left guard look like? You know, Ben Barch not going to be out there. He's not expected to be ready for the start of training camp. Definitely will not be ready for OTAs, if that's the case. Coming off the knee injury in week five of last year. What does it look like without him? Is, Is it still Tyler Shatley at left guard? I imagine it would be, but they brought in a couple other guys who play guard. So we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. I imagine it will be Tyler Shatley in his final year of his contract. How does Josh Wells look? Haven't seen him in Duval for like five years. He's dealt with some injuries throughout his career, but on the field, he's generally been a pretty good right tackle. In Tampa, he was when he had to fill in. In Jacksonville, he was when he had to fill in. How does he look? You know, up there in age a little bit now. I'm excited to see what Josh Wells looks like back in teal. Um, And remember, these are still voluntary so again, maybe not full participation, but I expect close to full participation from the Jaguars. And if it is close to full participation, and there's good work that's done over this this set of OTAs, you could probably see mandatory minicamp, Doug Peterson giving the vets off. We'll see how it plays out. But that's what he did last year. He had great participation in the voluntary portion of the offseason. And then he turned around because they had great participation and got in work. He gave the vets off for mandatory minicamp. It was only rookies and guys that were rehabbing from injuries. So will that happen again? We'll find out. I'm excited to get these OTAs underway. It is going to be at TIAA Bank Field. The uh, Miller Electric Center not quite ready. It will be ready for training camp, according to the Jaguars, but not quite ready yet. So again, we will be at TIAA bank field for those OTAs. I'll be providing as much coverage as possible. I encourage you to like, and subscribe here on gen jag. So you can get all those little shorts videos of players working out, Trevor Lawrence, passing it to Calvin Ridley, etc. Of course we will be providing recaps of all the days we're out there. Really appreciate y'all for tuning in. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jordan to generation Jaguar at generation jag. Please hit that like, and subscribe button. Um, Comment in the comment section below. Let me know what you're thinking about when it comes to OTAs. Really appreciate you. And, and if you enjoy the content here, just started Pro Football Daily over um, on YouTube as well. And it's just a show where I'm talking about the NFL, talking about the draft, different things that are not just Jaguars centric. Uh, so if you enjoy NFL content and want more of that in your life, please go subscribe at Pro Football Daily on YouTube. Uh, we've got a link in the description below. And if you need some new Jags gear, check out genjag.com. Appreciate y'all Duval. Have a good one.